Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. It is the breakfast huddle with me, Adrian Abraham. Time now for Why It Matters, and we'll be looking at APAC's 20 biggest advertisers and industry spenders for the first half of 2022. Due to cost cutting, many brands and marketers have had to cut down on their advertising dollars over the last two years or so. But as things pick up once again in a post-COVID-19 world, brands are looking at spending once again in the advertising and marketing front. Nielsen has recently released insights on the biggest 20 advertisers and industry spenders during the first half of 2022 across key media in 10 markets in Asia-Pacific. So who are the biggest advertisers and industry spenders for the first half of 2022? Well, we have on the line Yi Chong Moon, Managing Director, Nielsen Singapore. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning, Adrian, and good morning to everyone tuning in to Money FM. And thank you for having me. Yeah, always a pleasure. Nielsen has recently released its findings on APAC's 20 biggest advertisers and industry spenders for the first half of 2022, as I mentioned in my introduction. Give us a quick overview of the findings and how have you noticed this year's findings differ from the previous years? Right, Adrian. So, well, in Singapore, we observed that there was an increase in advertising spend across the top 20 advertisers and industry spenders um, compared to the same period last year. And while advertising spend varies according to each market in Asia-Pacific, the biggest advertisers in our region that we notice are within the consumer goods, the retail space, communications, and food. And together with the easing of lockdown restrictions, it has opened up categories such as travel and hospitality, which naturally had a reduction in their spends during the pandemic. And what are the trends of, let's say, ad spend in Singapore and APAC across industries in the first half of this year? Yeah, so I think uh, the interesting part is uh, we noticed two out of the top three advertisers in Singapore are actually e-commerce companies. So that, that really set the stage where e-commerce is coming really big into the market, where um, communications is driving users onto different platforms. Yeah, and tell us a little bit more about these advertisers. Let's say the top five in Singapore for the first half of this year. Yeah, so the top five where we have the, uh, the e-commerce companies, as I mentioned, two out of three. And then we have the, our Singapore government, as well as some of the uh, FMCG, as well as the fast food operators. Mm, very interesting. Now, why do you think that these companies or industries uh, spent more in their advertising dollars compared to others? Well, I think the pandemic is over. <laughs> well, it's behind us. For now, and, for now. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> and the brands are really coming out and uh, communicating, getting consumers out to spend money. So if we talk about in the Singapore market, we noticed that most of the media platforms have started to bounce back, which is a good news to our media publishers. And the greatest increase we noticed that came from the outdoor media. And also interestingly, when you look across the industries, our insights show that clothes, bags, jewels, toys, they had the biggest growth in the ad spend, with the key driver being toys and games, which refers to online games and gaming consoles. Yeah, let's turn our attention to, you know, needing reliable advertising intelligence. Now, why do businesses need reliable advertising intelligence? How does that help them navigate today's complex and crowded media landscape? Right. So if you, if you ask any brand and marketer today, advertising intelligence has always been an integral part of media planning, especially so in today's constant shift in the media mix and the rise of digital budgets. 
And uh, hence, you know, competitive advertising intelligence has never been more critical to brands and agencies today. And, uh, and how, how it helps them navigate today's complex uh, media landscape is, you take a good reference to the Nielsen Ad Intel, which is an ad spend tracking service. It allows brands and agencies to identify advertising opportunities across platforms by analyzing where, when, and how much their competitors are spending across different media. And uh, if we just take a step a bit further, and how this all helped them to develop a efficient media strategy, there are really three key things that businesses look towards getting these insights. So first is to get the insights onto how competitors are spending, allows the brand to plan the budget allocation from competing for a larger share of voice to reinvesting to differentiate themselves from competition. And the second is by gaining insights to competitors at creatives, allow brands to strategize their messaging and creative content on media placements. And, and the third, last but not least, of course, um, which applies to media owner businesses, by understanding brands and industry spending allows our media owners to be more effective in formulating the right product, the right commercial strategies to be competitive in the market today. Yeah, before I let you go, let's talk about Nielsen's global ROI report. Now, according to this report, uh, what are the biggest gaps in the marketers' budgets, I mean, channels and media strategies that are compromising ROI on media plans? Right, Adrian. I think in, if you're referring to the Nielsen Global ROI report, you will see that in Nielsen, we notice the ad spend, the media spending range needs to be somewhere between 1% to 9% of revenues for a brand to stay competitive. And globally, the average brand reinvests about 3.8% of its revenues into advertising. And of course, this spend varies by region. And we see that those in Asia-Pacific are reinvesting a higher percentage than other parts of the world. So take, for example, if an underdog wants to compete with the established players for share, it requires proportionally more resources to match their media spend in absolute terms. And conversely, if of course, if you're a larger brand, you can skew to the lower end of the range. And also the other thing we notice in terms of gap is both overspending and underspending can create challenges for brands. Although overspending isn't as problematic as understanding. So in a study of media plans that we have done, that are provided by clients of all sizes, about 25% of channel level investments were too high to maximize ROI. So almost by an average of over 30% extra spending. So cutting back this extra spend will certainly um, help the channel ROI, but only by a modest amount. And as a result of that, um, the brand could risk losing certain sales volume. Well, so in the case of overspending, brands should optimize their channel mix instead of cutting the budget altogether. We've been speaking to Yi Chong Moon, Managing Director Nielsen Singapore, finding out about APAC's 20 biggest advertisers and industry spenders for the first half of 2022. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you, Adrian. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.